Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, at 24th podcast. Had to come in a little bit later than how I usually do. We're back. We're back. My voice is shot today. Um, don't ask why. It just it it just is. We're gonna have kind of a short podcast as we did yesterday, but it'll be with more content. We'll talk about the Rams again. I talked about Matt Stafford. I want to talk about the head coach. I want to talk about Sean McVay and OBJ, and also I want to talk about some of the other players as well. I'm watching. I I can't pause me. I'm watching WWE right now. I hate this. This is, oh my God. You know, I mean, oh God. This is literally for children. This is, <laughs> I'm like, this is literally for children. I'm like, how am I? First and foremost, who, wait, who's the ref that I'm watching right now? What am I watching? I'm so confused by this. I, I'm just, I'm unbelievably confused. One of the, like, I, 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 I don't get why people like this. It's not even good fake. It's like, it's like watching porn. It's just like the acting's terrible in porn. It's terrible in the WWE. It's just like, What? 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 Oh my god. Oh my god. I just I just what? What? What the fuck did I just watch? I'm like I I can't I I watch I'm on WWE. I've never watched. Hold on. Oh my god. And ugh. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. What did I just watch? I I mean, who watches this? Is it only children? Do children only watch this? What am I watching? Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Ugh god. Anyways, um I just lost my train of thought just watching these like professional wrestlers just like Oh my god, this is like This is for children. <laughs> this is for people that are like, you know what? Santa Claus exists and they're like 16 years old. It's just like, that's, it's not for adults, okay? It's not for adults. Uh, God. I, I completely lost my train of thought. I'm pausing my music. Hold on. 
Excuse me. Um. So I. I want to talk about Sean McVay, and I'll open uh, the podcast up with the Houston Texans and the diabolical nature of their terrible owner in Cal uh, McNair. We'll get into all of it, ladies and gentlemen, right here. 24th podcast. That was Chippin' In by Refused, the band that was portrayed as Samurai in the video game Cyberpunk 2077. I still have not recovered from how bad that game is. So let's talk about it. Let's talk not about Cyberpunk. Let's talk about... God, man, the Houston freaking Texans. They're so terrible. They are so terrible. Oh, my God. So about a year ago, right, I had this podcast episode right around this time when David Culley, the former Houston Texans head coach, he got hired. And I was just like, immediately I went down his resume, as I do with all head coaching uh, candidates and head coaches. I'm like, what have you done in the NFL that qualifies you to be a head coach? And if you're not in the NFL, what did you do in college that qualifies you to be a head coach? And in both folds, David Culley did nothing. He did nothing. (laughs) He did nothing. To qualify him as a head coach in the NFL, both in college and in the NFL. There's no credentials. He's never been a coordinator in both sectors, except in college. And I think that was at the University of San Antonio, the University of Texas at San Antonio. Like he did nothing. And I was just like, huh, Uh, he's not qualified. He's, in fact, the least qualified person to be a head coach. Specifically, and especially because he was one of the worst coordinators or, excuse me, coaches at his position in the NFL, if not the worst. He had the worst wide receiving core in the NFL his final year of Baltimore, at Baltimore. I was just like, oh, he's one of the worst guys in the NFL. Why is he hired? So I said about a year ago, I was just like, it feels like to me that he got hired. Specifically and especially because the guy that they did not, excuse me, that they wanted to hire was way too controversial, right? He's just way too, con- we can't hire this guy. We'll, we'll eat a lot of dirt. We'll eat a lot of dirt. We can't hire this guy, right? So what they did was they hired a holdover. They were like, cool. We'll have, um, I got a burp. We'll have uh, this guy come in for a year, and he'll be the other uh, fall guy, right? In mafia movies, the fall guy was usually the guy that took a bullet for Don Corleone. He was the guy that, you know, uh, he was, uh, what was it? Like Succession, right? In Succession. Oh, I won't spoil Succession. I won't spoil the fall guy and all that good stuff. But there's always a fall guy. There's somebody, there's a scapegoat. There's somebody that takes all of the blame and deflects the blame off of the main architect of the machinations of, you know, of the mob, right? 
can't let the mob boss, can't let the Don go to prison. Got to find somebody else to take all that responsibility, right? And to me, that's what David Culley was. He was just a fall guy. They took him out back. They gave him the uh, the the nice stern talking to. They said, "Hey, hey, David Culley, come here. You come into the you come to me in the days of my daughter's wedding, and you ask me for a head coaching job. I got a head coaching job for you, but you won't like it. You won't like the head coaching job." Alfredo, I'm dis- I'm now doing the H3H3 Italian voice or mafioso voice. Um, long story short, David Culley bit the bullet. He got sacked a couple of weeks ago. And boy, howdy, was I right. Right? Week later, in fact, today, I'm on Twitter. I'm just looking and I'm like, I get this name and I see the name is trending. I'm like, why is this name trending? And I saw that it was trending, you know, yesterday as well. I'm like, why, why do I keep seeing this guy trending? Right? He's in the uh, the category that I always use, sports. I'm like, why is he trending right now? So I, you know, obviously press on him, pause on that. I, you know, I click to see why he's trending. And I see that he's trending because according to... Uh, a media outlet that I am not a big fan of, but I'll talk about here in a couple of minutes. According to that media outlet, he is being interviewed once again for the head coaching job. And it's important to detail why that's important. It's important to detail why this candidate, who I have not revealed yet, but you may know if you've been following the story. The reason why I haven't revealed it yet is because they interviewed him last year. And I was just like, that is ridiculous. I thought last year they were going to hire Matt Patricia, right? I thought that they were going to scapegoat, not scapegoat, scapegoat, excuse me, but I thought they were going to hire Matt Patricia and have him be the head coach because Nick Casario, GM for the Houston Texans from New England, has a bunch of New England connections. I was just like, cool, they're going to hire Matt Patricia and he's going to be the new head coach, right? No, that's not the case at all. I was wrong on that, but I wasn't wrong on the scapegoat. Wasn't wrong on him on uh, the Texans fi- hiring a uh, a weird candidate. Weird candidate. I won't even delay it. It's it's Josh McDaniels or not Josh McDaniels. Josh McCown, the former NFL quarterback in the NFL, retired a couple of years ago. Backup. He's a backup, by the way. Backup quarterback in the NFL. Never a starter. He was an analyst like a couple of years ago until I think he got invited back to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then for the first time in his career, he played in a playoff game. Almost won it against Seattle, by the way, because Carson Wentz got hurt. That was in 2019. It's 2022. And he's just like, I still want to be involved with football. Apparently, he coached at a high school in South Carolina. It's not. It's not enough to be anywhere near the level of professional. Just like you can't be a professional head coach when you haven't even coached in college yet. Forget about in the NFL. It's just like if you haven't coached anywhere, yeah, you gotta, you have to have some experience, right? Kellen Moore's being groomed for a head coaching job even though he's been a, been a coach for the last three years. But he's been a coach for the last three years in the NFL. Huge difference than in college and in, the, um, and in high school, right? 
He was a quarterback in the NFL as well, and he got out of the NFL, I think, four years ago, and then he went to the Cowboys, and then he was the coach, the uh, the quarterback's coach for the Cowboys for a year. And then for the last two years, he's been the OC. If he doesn't get a head coaching job, he'll be the Cowboys' OC for the next, uh, for three years straight, excuse me. But Josh McCown, no NFL experience, none whatsoever, being groomed for the head coaching job in Houston, Texas, in Houston, Texas, excuse me. And you know what? I'm not, I don't use PFT for anything. I don't use pro football talk for a damn thing. I don't like them. I feel like they just write crap and they just see what sticks. I really don't. Even at the end, I really do. I think that that's the case. And even at the end of the article, I just stopped reading it because I was just like, this is BS. Like, I don't believe this. Mike Florio just fling shit just to try and see what sticks. And I'm like, nope, that's not how I roll. Okay. So, God, they have, God, people need better, they need better articles or better writers, man. They have 1.71 million followers on Twitter. How? How is that possible? How? What? Mike Florio also just wrote another book called Playmakers. How the NFL really works and doesn't. What? And there's like, oh my God. And he somehow, someway got Dak Prescott to quote his book. He said, Dak quoted it? Playmakers looks at at the NFL from all angles and definitely from the player's perspective. It will help fans understand how the league works and what it means to play pro football in today's NFL. I cannot believe they got Dak Prescott to give them a quote, but is that Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, they got Johnny Knoxville. Hold on. WWE just got Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, like the majority of the fans, yes, of WWE would probably be jackass fans. Like I just, I'm reading this. Hold on, I this is this is way more important than freaking pro pro football talk. They they just brought out Johnny Knoxville to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my god, they got Jack Oh my god, they got Johnny Knoxville. I love Johnny Knoxville. Who doesn't love Jackass? Hold on. This is way more important. Let me stand my ass up. No, I'm not standing up. I'm tired. I wanted to see all of the Jackasses again and I was like, they're all on Netflix, right? Cuz I saw the trailer and watching the trailer for the first Jackass just made me want to see all of them all over again. It's Jackass, right? Fuck. All of them are removed from Netflix. They Netflix used to have every single jackass. They had all of them, and now they don't have any of them. How do you, how do you lose jackass? God, where where's jackass streaming now? Hold on. Where can I find Jackass? How did Netflix lose? Wait, wait, wait. I think Netflix still has... Yeah. Wait, no. Yes, they do. 
I think Netflix has it, but it's region locked. It's not actually, I can't watch it because I live in the United States. I hate Netflix for doing this. I don't, how, how do they not license it properly? God. Hold on. Can I watch Jack? I'm going to type this in. Can I watch? How could I not watch Jackass? It's, it's insane. It's like Netflix is like, yeah, you can, you can watch Jackass. Here you go. Netflix is like, here you go, Jackass. It's like, what? This this blows. What is it? Uh, where? Stream. Jackass. Fuck. I keep getting like Netflix. You can stream it on Netflix. You can stream it on Netflix. And it's just like, hey, hey, Netflix, I can't stream it because I live in the United States. How about you freaking put the movie back on in the United States and I'll watch it? You jackass. Oh, my God. Ugh. I miss jackass. I freaking saw like fake YouTubers pranking, fake YouTube pranks and stuff like that. And then I saw the trailer for like Jackass Forever, the new one that's coming out in a couple of weeks. And I was just like, these 50 year old men that have absolutely abused their bodies for the last 20 years have more testicles, have, have freaking church bells dangling between their legs than the fucking 20 year olds that do these dumbass Frank fake pranks fake pranks are these like low like low risk pranks like there's nothing that could possibly go wrong with them i'm just like you guys fucking suck get out of here with your fake pranks not jackass these 20 year old youtubers that suck god i hate every single one of you oh god Hold on, now, hold on. Now Johnny Knoxville now has a cattle prod. Hold on. J Johnny has an actual cattle prod. Is he going to shock himself or is he going to shock the guy? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. It like, oh God, it's so fake. Oh my God, it's so fucking fake. It's so fake. Oh my God. I thought Johnny Knoxville was gonna shock himself with the cattle prod, but he shocked the other guy. I'm like, it's like, this is all so fake. Oh my God. They put on a good show, but it's so fake. And I'm just like, I can't watch this. I can't take this seriously. Oh my God. Anyways, <clears throat> let me take a swig of water. Cause I'm gonna, I'm already shouting. Hold on. Okay. Oh, wait. Now Johnny Knoxville's going backstage. Bye, Johnny. Bye, Johnny. God, I love Johnny Knoxville. Um...
Okay. So, just read a tweet from John McClain. Okay, John McClain, Houston Texans beat reporter, tweeted this out yesterday. I just, it just came across my desk. John McQueen, John McClain, excuse me, tweets out. Josh McCown and Jack Easterby are buds and this close. This close being um, that he spelled this close as one word, no space. So pretty close, I'm guessing. Pretty clever by John McClain, by the way. With with um, with Josh McCown having no coaching experience, Easterby has gotten his close friend to head coaching interviews with Texans in 12 months. Now, apparently, according to PFT, and I could get burned on this. I don't believe in PFT. I don't like PFT. Could get burned. Um, I'll swing. Uh, I always I always bet on myself. I always swing with uh, for myself. But everything, and this has been completely unorganized. I apologize for this. But everything that's led up to this moment with the Houston Texans has signaled to me that they're probably going to hire Josh McCown as the new head coach for the Houston Texans. I haven't been, I didn't, I wasn't wrong a year ago where I was like, it feels like David Culley's the fall guy. Uh, they freaking stripped him butt ass naked in the streets of Houston. They freaking took away Zach Cunningham. They freaking released him. They freaking released Whitney Merciless. They freaking released Philip Lindsay. They traded away Randall Cobb to the Green Bay Packers. They didn't have a back. They had a backup quarterback. They freaking their offensive line stinks. And then they were like, "Hey, uh, David Culley, go out and win like ten games." And he's just like, "I can't win ten games, but I can do better than the guy that actually has like a suitable football team that actually has a." a better offensive line than we do, better uh, running game than we do, better quarterback than we do, probably a better defensive line, definitely a better defensive line than we do, better corners than we do. I'll win more games than Dan Campbell in Detroit. I'll do better than he does. I'll do better than what he can do. And I'll win enough football games to go on and have like still a pretty top to your pick, but I also will lose enough where we'll, you know, we'll still be in contention for Kavion Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson and Evan Neal and all these other big boys. That's what a real head coach did. And I said at the end of the season, I made a, I, I had a nice segment on it. I said like, hey man, like listen, I'm not a big David Cully guy. Right, I'm not a big David Cully fan. I'm not one of those guys. that's like I'll, I'll go to bat for David Cully. Not one of those guys. Not one of those. Still, still kind of not one of those guys. But at the exact same time, I was like, you got to give credit where credit is due. In the sense of David Cully actually did a better job than Dan Campbell did, and Dan Campbell had significantly more than David Cully. Some people want to throw out, well, the players quit on him. Then how did they win? They, they, they competed against Carolina Panthers. Some people want to talk about, well, the coaching staff was terrible, and it's just like they won more games in a harder division than Dan Campbell did. They did. They were in a harder division. I don't know what to tell you. Like, some people are going to be like, what do you mean? Dan Campbell was in the NFC North with the Green Bay Packers. What I mean by hard division is I don't mean one team going to the playoffs. I mean two potential teams going to the playoffs in your division in 
obviously the Tennessee Titans being the one seed in your division, the one seed in your conference, and then the Indianapolis Colts being a 10-1 team if Carson Wentz doesn't suck for the last two games. That's what I mean by, oh, he's in a hard division because there's actually playoff teams, not a playoff team, playoff teams in his division and the one seed in his division as well. Four wins. Obviously, you want more, but his football team sucks. But they fired him. And they gave his job to Josh McCown. And it's just like... I mean, the news broke that, like, they're looking strongly at Josh McCown. I mean, I still can't believe how right I am on this. I... I... I, Like... It, you know you know how like rich people you know they have these exclusive clubs sometimes you know they have like a billionaires club like ooh look at us we're we're rich and we're wealthy and we're better off than you and then it's just like you like like it's just like yeah but you're you know your country club estate is right next to the uh, the local town dump so it's just like yeah have fun playing 18 holes right next to where my freaking garbage goes to you idiot, you know? It's just like, yeah, where did all that money and exclusivity get you? Right next to the local town dump. And I feel like that's kind of what we're witnessing here. It's just a billionaire's club with billionaires going around being like, ha ha, we're richer than you. We own football teams. And then it's just like, yeah, but you guys do realize that you're a garbage, a dumpster fire. You do realize that, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just, God, man, I just, I just look at the Houston Texans and I'm just like, what are you guys doing right now? You know? I, I literally don't understand it sometimes. I'm like, do you guys want to lose? And if you do want to lose, just tell me. You know, just tell me. Just tell me you want to lose. Just tell me you want to suck so that way I can just get this all over with. So that way I can just say, hey, hey, Houston. Hey, Houston, take your candy ass and get out. Get out of the NFL. Just get out. Your joke you're a freaking disgrace to the sport of football. You should just get out of here, right here, right now, so that way we don't have to deal with your punk ass anymore. I'm sick of it. God, man. They're like, yeah, let's get let's get Josh McCown. Josh McCown. And it's an expansion team. They're an expansion team. Expansion team. Holy shit. You're an expansion team. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Oh, God. I, I just I, I just don't understand it with these motherfuckers. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Help me send help. Figuratively, don't literally send help. Oh, God. I don't have really anything else to say about this. They're just a 
absolute disgrace and a joke. Holy smokes, I don't. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. What a joke. What a disgrace. Oh, my God. You know, I was going to have this very angry rant or whatever about it. It, it. Like, I already did that, like, off camera. It's just, oh, my God. It's just so obnoxious. So obnoxious now. So annoyed. I'm, I'm moving on. I can't stand the Texans. You want to know what's interesting? I got this ad right now for this um, trailer or for this movie called That's My Boy. It's this um, old Adam Sandler movie. And when I watched it, I was just like, I can't. I can't put my finger on it. I can't pin it. Like, where have I seen this girl from? Please tell me this is the girl. Is this her? Wait. Is this her? She's 35 years. This is not her. She looks like her. Hold on. God. Hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm doing way too many steps here. Hold on. Here she is. Boom. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Fuck. I thought that the um the pink Power Ranger from Power Rangers Time Force was the love interest for That's My Boy. She looks literally exactly like her. She has that like the the same like eyeliner and stuff like that. She also has um she also has bangs, which is why I was just like, "Oh, that's her right there. That's the pink Power Ranger." It's just like, "No." Like, nope, that's, uh, that is, <laughs> that's, that's not her at all. Oh my God. The actress that portrayed her is 35 years old. The movie is 10, 10 years old, which means that this girl was like literally my age when she got the role to be in like a big budget Hollywood film with Adam Sandler and freaking, um, what's his face. I was about to say Jesse Eisenberg, but it's Andy Samberg. She looks like Alicia Vikander. God. There's so many celebrities to know. I'm so glad that I'm not connected at all to this. Sorry. Um, Is that Alicia? No, that's not. Sorry. I'm, I'm all over the place right now. God, I'm just... Uh, I'm just so annoyed with freaking... The Houston Texans just just go just go away just go away just hey just just go away nobody wants you here nobody nobody wants you here you guys are a joke you guys are a mess I hate I I don't hate it I don't hate covering you I just want you to do and be better that's what I want you to do I want you to be better can you do and be better can you not be 
an absolute embarrassment every single time you take the freaking football field. Can you just do that one for me? Do me a solid. Just don't be an embarrassment. Dear God. Oh, God, what a disgrace. Anyways, um, what else do I have for you? Oh, yeah. Speaking of head coaches, let's talk about one of my favorite head coaches in the NFL. Still kind of an underrated head coach. Let's talk about Sean McVay. All right. Sean McVay, head coach of the Los Angeles. I feel like he's underrated, right? A lot of people want to be like, hey, 24, this guy, he sucks. This guy, 35 years old, right? Head coach, hot shot, young blood. He's short. He's 5'10". I mean, he's taller than I am. I'm 5'7". It's just like, how short is this guy? He's 5'10", you know? He has a partner. Her name is, I'm not going to say her name. She's a model from the Ukraine, right? Very, very beautiful lady, okay? And I think they have like um, a child. So he has a lovely family. And so they see, and then on top of that, he's in LA, right? And on top of that, she seems like she is down bad for Sean McVay, Okay. Just going to put that one out there, okay? So he has a lovely family. He lives in LA. He's accomplishing, you know, essentially the height of a head coach. The height, essentially he's gone to the Super Bowl, right? And that's like the height of any head coach's career, going to and then winning a Super Bowl. He did not win a Super Bowl because Jared Goff sucks as a, as a freaking quarterback. But essentially everything that a man would want to have he has, right? Money, success, fame, and a family, right? And so you have guys like Rex Ryan, <laughs> who is old as fuck. <laughs> old as fuck. Rex Ryan, you know, not only old literally, but old mentally, right? He's just like, you know what? We Like, where's the defense, right? Had Darrell Revis. First ballot Hall of Famer against Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski in the 2010s. Freaking had all those defensive players and did jack crap with them. Had one year, one year of success, and he rode that, and he didn't even win a Super Bowl. He didn't even get to the Super Bowl. Sean McVay's already done that in like five years, and Sean McVay is already a bleeping stud. He's going to be the coach for the Rams for like 10 years. How are you going to get rid of a coach that's been to the Super Bowl and who's continuously pushing the envelope of what you guys are doing and apparently in considering one of the hardest divisions in the NFL? All he's done is just gone to the playoffs for the last like three, four years, right? He's like, I'll go to the playoffs with Jared Goff. I'll go to the playoffs and go with Matt Stafford, right? Let me look up the Rams. I, I, got, I just got to look up the Rams. I just got to look up the Rams record over the last couple of years, right? Because everybody wants to give flack and crap to Sean McVay. Everybody wants to be a freaking obnoxious little jerk about it and be like, um, Sean McVay, uh, he has all these great football players with the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right? But 
you know, the funny thing about Sean McVay that nobody ever says is that Sean McVay essentially has a lot of the same players that Jared Goff had. Not Jared Goff, Jeff, Jeff Fisher had, right? Jeff Fisher, defensive-minded head coach. He's supposed to be, you know, this, this fantastic head coach. This intelligent defensive-minded head coach. He can, you know, solve all these problems and fix all these players. And look at Sean McVay. He's only missed the playoffs one time, one time in five years. Went to the playoffs his rookie year, his first year as a head coach, 11-5. and five. Next year, went to the Super Bowl, 13-3, and three, lost, you know, um, lost in the Super Bowl, obviously. 2019, the only year that he didn't go to the playoffs, 9-7, and seven, but every other year, he's won at least 10 games. You have guys like Sean, not Sean McVay, excuse me, guys like Rex Ryan criticizing Sean McVay. He's he's too young. The boy genius. All of his coaching staff gets fi- gets hired. Guys like, uh, what's his name? <clears throat> excuse me. Guys like Matt LaFleur go off to Green Bay, has a lot of success with Green Bay. It's a lot of Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, but he goes off and he has success. Zach Taylor, don't like him. He's had success with Joe Burrow, even though sometimes he needs to get out of Joe's way. Get out of Joe Burrow's way. But Zach Taylor's had success in Cincinnati. Right? Brandon Staley, defensive coordinator. For the char- for the Rams, excuse me, current head coach for the Chargers, one game away from going to the playoffs. The Chargers choked it away. Brandon Saley, what the f are you doing? I don't know what he's doing. But the Rams, they've they've been a factory. You know, uh, Brad Holmes, GM for the um for the Detroit Lions, awesome GM. Killed it last year in the draft, right? Point that I'm trying to make here is that you have all these guys, right? All these guys, all these players, all these coaches go to the Rams and they succeed. They carry on. And it's because of Sean McVay. Again, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is one of the greatest football players of all time. And Jeff Fisher couldn't figure it out. He couldn't figure it out. And Jeff Fisher's five years, how how many, how many was it five years? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Yes, sir. Five years. And Jeff Fisher's five years. Five years. Five. Five years. He, the brother went seven and eight, seven, eight and one, seven and nine, six and ten, seven and nine, and then four and twelve. His final year. He didn't win eight fucking games. Eight. Eight. He's a defensive-minded head coach. He's an awesome head coach. He knows exactly what he's doing. Eight fucking wins. The next year after going 4-12, and 12, Sean McVay is like, bitch, what did you do? I'll go 11-5. and five. Thank you. Never looked back. One of the best head coaches in the NFL. Period. End of discussion. You got idiots like Rex Ryan. You got idiots like Eric Mangini. Who's only claimed those guys claim to fame? You know, let's look at Eric Mangini's claim to fame is essentially being a snitch. He snitched on the New England Patriots uh, for 
taping uh, the sidelines of other teams. That's his claim to fame. He did nothing with the New York Jets. He's just like, I'll be spiteful against the Patriots. And I love how he refers to Tom Brady as like uh, uh, somebody who he's fond with. He hasn't spoken to anyone with the Patriots for years. Shut up, man, genie. And then you got guys like uh, like Rex Ryan. What's his claim to fame? What did he do? What did he... I, I mean, I don't even... Why am I looking up his record? Let's just look at how terrible the Jets were with his... <clears throat> with his tenure. Only only went really, I think, to the playoffs, what, one time? Or two times? One time, right? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Where's Ryan? He was the coach. What the fuck? Hold on. He was the coach for six years he had two winning seasons granted he went to the conference championship game twice no super bowls six years and by the way after after uh the two he went to the conference championship twice back-to-back years but after those two years it was eight and eight six and ten eight and eight four and twelve get him up get him out Darrell Revis among other players were on that football team and that guy couldn't figure out how to freaking get there I think they used Geno Smith for two years Geno Smith they had Mark Sanchez for four years and then they used Geno Smith get him up get him out what a joke Mangini and freaking Rex Ryan up out Sean McVay is chilling with his Ukrainian fiance, laughing at those two coaches that are criticizing him and that have been criticizing him for years. And I'm telling you one thing. There's one, I I don't root against people, okay? I don't like to root against people unless they're just jackasses. And by jackasses, I don't mean Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O jackasses. I mean if they're just jerks. Sean McVay isn't a jerk. Rex Ryan kind of is. Right? But I root for people who try hard, who prepare hard, who are actually putting in the time and the effort to be successful and not wearing Converse on uh, on hard knocks because it gives you good luck or whatever. I root for people who are capable of winning and who are and who do do the things that win as I am watching tennis right now because I got off of the WWE and I'm watching this tennis player just smash her racket into the ground she is not happy at all sorry but uh, watching Sean McVay just do his thing I'm excited to see him play this weekend I'll give you my game day prediction for him but I mean you know he's brought in some great players Jared Goff is not good, but he made him great. Aaron Donald, Hall of Famer. Von Miller, dude, Hall of Famer. They brought him in, and now he's starting to figure him out. They just figure out guys in Los Angeles. Von Miller, Jared, not Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, Odell Beckham Jr., and Matt Stafford. They just figure it out. I hope he wins. I Like, I'm a Patriots fan, 
And I'm a Tom Brady fan. Tom Brady's my favorite football player of all time. But damn it, he has seven, seven Super Bowls. I want McVay. I want McVay to get one. I want him to get one. Just one. That's all I want. I want Sean McVay to get one Super Bowl. That's it. Is that too hard to ask? Can a brother get one? I want him to get one. I'm excited for him to get one. I hope he gets one. I hope he gets one. And then I hope he freaking, every single time he goes on one of these shows, I hope he freaking flashes it in Rex Ryan's face. I hope the brother gets one. Shut all of these old ass coaches up. Old ass coaches that never put in the time, never put in the dedication, never put in the valor, never put in the work that Sean McVay has put in into this league. Some people want to be like, he's a young guy. He shouldn't have gotten his chance. Bullshit. Dude has a better record in five years than Rex Ryan had in six. God. I can combine Mangini and Rex Ryan's total career wins, and it will not be Sean McVay's. It won't be significant. And Sean McVay's had Jared Goff for like five or six years. Or excuse me, four or five years. Shut up. God. He also has Aaron Donald. Hey, 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 Rex Ryan. Hey, jackass. You had Darrell Revis. You had Revis Island. I want I want McVay to win. My throat's about to give. <sighs> God. Not my throat, my uh, my voice. I I'm done. After I give you my game day predictions. Let me look them up. I am God, dude. <laughs> oh God, my voice is like so th- shot. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, final, final thing we got to say here today. All right. Game day predictions. All right. I am either going to be super right or I am going to be super wrong. Listen, um, I talk about it all the time, but Bengals versus Titans. Let's start there. I talk about it all the time. I talk about how I like betting on my people. I'm like, I'll bet on my people. Joe Burrow is one of my guys. He's one of my guys. Derrick Henry, not one of my guys. Ryan Tannehill, not one of my guys. Joe Burrow, one of my guys. Joe Mixon, semi one of my guys. He's a semi guy. He's semi one of my guys. I ride for my guys. I bet on my guys. Those are my people. I bet on Joey B. I semi bet on Joe Mixon. Even though Jamar Chase, he's not one of my guys. I like I I didn't think that he was as Good as Devontae Smith, and yikes, have I been wrong about that. But Logan Wilson, Trey Hendrickson, those are my guys as well. Those are my guys. I ride for my guys. Nobody can say that I don't freaking root for my guys more than anybody else because I ride for my guys. I bet on my guys. 
So let me tell you something right now. What's going to happen at 4.30 tomorrow Eastern time. Joe Burrow and the rest of the Bayou boys, the Bengals, are going to roll up into Tennessee. They're going to take out their tiger claws. And they're going to start mauling those Texans. They're going to get them all up. Maul them up. They're going to drag them down to the Bayou and LSU. They're going to take them down where alligators reign. And they're going to let the alligators feast on the Titans' remains. Bengals over Titans, 430 Eastern. Be there or be squared. Forty Niners at Packers. Well, said the Forty Niners were outmatched against the Cowboys. <laughs> I'll say they're outmatched against the Green Bay Packers as well. I think the Forty Niners are a joke. I think the Cowboys didn't take care of the joke. Now the Cowboys are a joke, and everybody's been talking about them for a week. Hey Cowboys, get your shit together. I'm a Cowboy fan. Come on, man. Embarrassing. 49ers at Packers. I'm taking the Packers over the 49ers. It's cold. Jimmy Garoppolo, it's going to be three degrees. Stacey Dell's doing meteorology. Maybe she should do it more. Oh, my goodness. She was so fantastic at it. Doing the meteorology, telling me what, what, how cold it is, what wind is gusting at, all that good stuff. Forty ers are gonna go into a very cold place, and they are going to be uh, very cold. I six percent chance of snow. It's it's twelve degrees. It's gonna be. It's gonna feel like three degrees. I'm very 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 excited to see that happen. My throat is starting to uh, <clears throat> to feel like it's in a lot of pain. So I'm gonna end the podcast very very shortly. Rams at Bucks. Love Tom Brady. I I I despise picking against Tom Brady. I have I don't think I've ever done it. I said last year. I said last year. I said, look, I don't know how he's gonna do it. I don't know how he's gonna do it. He'll figure it out. I said, Tom Brady's gonna win the Super Bowl. I said, I don't know how he's gonna I don't know how he's gonna do it. He'll figure it out. I trust in Tom Brady. I'm a Tom Brady fan. He'll figure it out. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest football player of all time. He'll figure it out. I don't need to know how he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. He's Tom. He's Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Second. The problem is Tristan Wurst, right tackle. He's got a boot on. And uh, they only have to go through the right side of their offensive line. And Aaron Donald's a beast. I don't like the matchup for Tampa. Jalen Ramsey either going up against Gronk or Mike Evans. I don't like that as well. And then... Tampa secondary, I still feel, is pretty weak. And how are you going to stop Cooper Cup? How are you going to freaking stop Odell Beckham Jr. and Sean McVay's schemes and machinations? I don't know. I don't know. And then Stafford, man. Stafford's been... I got a burp. <clears throat> Excuse me. McVay's hiding Stafford. 15, 15 attempts. 15 attempts. 11 completions. 11. He only completed 11 passes and they won the game last week against the Cardinals. It was a bad, it was a bad, bad loss by the Cardinals. They beat the dog out of them. Rams versus Bucks. In warm weather, I'm taking the Rams against the Bucks. 
Upset! OBJ popping off! Cooper Cup! CP! CK! CK! Back in LA! California love! We're bringing it back to SoFi Stadium, baby! Rams at Bucks. Rams over the Bucks. Bills at Chiefs. Bills at Chiefs. You know, it's funny. It's weird, right? Because the Bills squat. Because both of these teams really shouldn't be going up against one another. It, it really shouldn't be the case. You know, both teams really should be going up against the Bengals and the Titans. But because both teams did not play very well, either down the stretch or at the beginning of the season, you have this situation where now both teams are having to go up against probably the two best teams in the conference. Bill or the uh, the best team in the conference. Bill's going up against the Chiefs. Chiefs going up against the Bills. Who do I pick? Who do I pick? There's not, I mean, it's it's similar teams, man. Weak secondaries, strong number one wideouts. Tyreek Hill. You know what? Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is not he is an adopted guy he's not one of my guys that i've been rooting for since day one i got in on stefan Diggs' stock when he left minnesota because i was like he's right the vikings were wrong and i was just like i'm a stefan Diggs fan now especially because for the last two years they've gone to the playoffs and they've won playoff games meanwhile the minnesota vikings have won zero playoff games i think Oh, no, I think they beat the Saints last year, right? No, 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 no. They didn't. They didn't. They beat them two two years ago, I think. But I'm a Stephon Diggs fan. That's my guy. That's my guy. And you know what? Some people, I, I forgot that Tyreek Hill is kind of dealing with an injury as well. And it is a lot of Travis Kelsey kind of a bus. I love me some Patrick Mahomes. I don't mind being wrong about the Bills against the Chiefs. I don't mind it. I'm taking the Bills over the Chiefs. I think Josh Allen. I mean, it's in Arrowhead. It's in Arrowhead, but I I don't know, man. This is a revenge game against the Bills. Stephon Diggs watched as the Bills lost. Or not watched as the Bills lost, but watched as the Chiefs went and they accepted the... Uh, the um the AFC Championship Award. He hung out on the field and he just watched it. I don't know. I don't know. I it's gonna be an interesting weekend. I'll come back on Sunday. I'll let my voice recover because yikes, my voice is destroyed. I'll come back on Sunday and we will watch as these teams, these four games, uh, and their results, these eight teams duke it out. I'm very excited for the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Can't wait to get into it. I will see you in a couple of days. Hopefully my voice is better. 24's podcast.